with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fancher reporting. About 1.30 a.m. on Tuesday, February 21st, Cerro Gordo County Jail staff discovered jail inmate Lamar Anderson unresponsive in his cell. Life-saving measures were initiated and Anderson was transported to Mercy One North Iowa Medical Center where he was pronounced dead. The Cerro Gordo County Sheriff's Office has asked the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation to conduct an independent investigation into Anderson's death. The Iowa Office of the State Medical Examiners performed an autopsy. Results of the autopsy are pending on toxicology reports. The investigation is ongoing. Yesterday morning, the Iowa Falls Police Department arrested 40-year-old Ismael Torres Jr. of Dows for driving while barred as an habitual offender and for eluding. Torres was later released from custody. The House Committee has approved a bill to require that developers get permits from every other state along proposed carbon pipeline routes before construction could begin here. State Representative Stephen Holt, a Republican from Denison, is chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. Why would we want construction of this pipeline to take place in Iowa and have our valuable farmland disrupted if it ultimately is never completed? The bill was approved Tuesday night by Holt's committee. It outlines how farmers could file claims if tile lines are damaged or the topsoil from cropland displaced by the pipelines is not restored. The bill also would require voluntary participation from property owners along 90% of the route before state regulators could grant the pipeline companies the authority to seize the rest of the land. As I've stated over and over, this is about our landowners who were there first. Pipeline developers and the renewable fuels industry oppose the bill. State Representative Bobby Kaufman, a Republican from Wilton, who voted for the bill, says private property rights are worth protecting. This legislation is not anti-agriculture. This legislation is not anti-ethanol. Period. I'm going to spend the rest of my adult life relying on the price of corn for my survival. The last thing that I personally would do to be, uh, would, be, would be to do something to harm agriculture. That's State Representative Bobby Kaufman of Wilton. Mid-Iowa Cooperative's Board of Directors has approved the sale of the company shares in Shell Rock Soy Processing, LLC. Officials with the cooperative say they were recently presented with a significant offer for their ownership in SRSP. The offer validates the initial investment made two years ago to develop the new modern soybean processing plant. Mid-Iowa Cooperative has 92 employees at 13 locations spanning five central Iowa counties. The Manufacturing Institute is recognizing Sheffield-based Sukup Manufacturing Company's Director of Human Resources for Excellence in Manufacturing. Samantha Petersburg is being honored with a Women Make American Award. Out of thousands of nominations, Petersburg is one of 130 women to be recognized in Washington, D.C. next month. Petersburg has grown Sukup's internship program, which has allowed them to retain 65% of those interns over the years. She was instrumental in the planning and ultimate success of an on-site health clinic and has developed policies that bring the focus to the families working at Sukup as paid parental leave is now a reality for employees. The uh, Women Make Awards are part of an initiative to close the gender gap in manufacturing. Women currently make up more than 30% of the Sukup workforce, which is more than the national average. Tuesday, the Hampton-Dumont-Cal Pro Start teams participated in the Iowa Pro Start Invitational held at the Iowa Event Center in Des Moines. Two teams from the Hampton-Dumont-Cal Pro Start team participated 
in the competition Tuesday, the culinary and management teams. The culinary team presented a three-course meal during the competition, and the management team pitched their restaurant strategic plan to a panel of Pro Start judges. For the second year in a row, the Hampton-Dumont Cal Pro Start teams took home the Iowa Pro Start Invitational Culinary Arts and Restaurant Management Championships. The teams from HD Cal will now travel to Washington, D.C. to compete at the National Pro Start Invitational in May. The Iowa Cancer Registry is marking its 50th year and celebrating the fact cancer is much less deadly in Iowa today than in 1973 when the first report was published. The registry director, Mary Charlton, a professor of epidemiology at the University of Iowa, credits decades of advances in medicine, treatment, and early screening technology. Cancer mortality is declining and survival among people who are diagnosed with cancer is getting better uh, as the years go by. And so what used to be kind of a death sentence back in the 70s is now, you know, now we have over 160,000 Iowans living uh, with a history of cancer and doing great. Early detection is the best defense against cancer, she says. 50 years ago, about 10,000 cancer cases were being diagnosed each year statewide, while today it's more than 20,000. While more Iowans are being told they have cancer than five decades ago, many more are now surviving the fight. So things like breast cancer or prostate cancer, um, back in the 1970s, you know, less than 75% of people diagnosed with those types of cancers survived at least five years, but now over 90% survive at least five years. There was troubling news in the report as new national rankings now show Iowa has the second highest rate of new cancer cases in the U.S. I was really surprised to see that we had climbed that high. You know, we're only behind Kentucky, which is down in the tobacco belt. They've been number one for a long time and have a very high smoking rate. We do not have as high a smoking rate, but it does seem like we're just high. Uh, we have high rates of, of lots of different types of cancers in our population, and we're really trying to figure out why that is and what we can do to address that. The end of report allows doctors and researchers to focus on how to prevent and treat cancer, she says, and it provides Iowans with the knowledge they need to get advanced screening and improve survival rates across the board. Breast, prostate, lung, and colorectal cancers continue to make up almost half of all cancer cases in Iowa. In terms of cancer deaths, lung cancer continues to be the most common cause of cancer deaths, accounting for one out of every four cancer deaths in Iowa, with colorectal cancer and pancreatic cancer also in the top three. The report projects 20,800 Iowans will be diagnosed with cancer this year, an increase of 800 from last year. It also forecasts 6,200 Iowans will die from cancer this year, a drop of 100 from a year ago. The final number has been released from the 2023 Coaches versus Cancer event held on January 28th in Sheffield for the Franklin County Relay for Life. A bucket run was held along with an evening meal and a silent auction. $9,787.85 was raised this year. The first Coaches versus Cancer event was held in Franklin County in 2010. And since that time, a total of $106,194.16 has been raised for the Relay for Life. Today's guests on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program are Renee Hunts and Nancy Richard, who are members of the board of the Hampton Senior Center. We'll discuss the importance of the center to the area. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. And On The Go Media Incorporated announces the completed acquisition of KLMJ, KQCR Radio On The Go from CD Broadcasting Incorporated. 
Company President and KLMJ KQCR General Manager Sean Dietz says Craig Donnelly will stay on in a limited role as he transitions into semi-retirement while Kathy Donnelly is retiring. Both stations broadcast from their office and studio location in Hampton. The high in the past 24 hours. Here at our studios, 44 and the low of 24. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.